0: Away from all. Yes. Right. So here we have this. Oop. <laughs> that sounds I serious. love that thing. <coughs> it sounds so serious. Serious? Isn't that satellite radio? Yeah, that's satellite radio that we're not on. <coughs> Could you imagine being on satellite radio? Uh it would be like this, but we'd be on the satellite. Exactly. No difference really. No. not at all. Why is my mic feeling a little bit dim? That sounds better. Notice much, it, much better. Okay. Talk. I'm still not well, I'm still not properly seated in my seat. Alright, well. Now I'm properly seated no, in my seat. Now I'm properly seated in my seat as well. Silly seashell, seat shell, cellar, shell, shell. That's a that's a nursery rhyme. It is, yes. It's hot in here. <laughs> We've got the fire crackling over in the corner. Of course, in our our wood-paneled uh, library. Sitting Snow. back in our big uh, leather chairs. It's snowing outside. Wearing our smoking jackets. And I have a nice cigar. You don't like cigars. No, I don't like cigars. Never have, have you? No, I, I like the uh, the act of smoking them, but then everything else about them sucks. Like after you <laughs> smoke them and, and you feel like poo-poo. <clears throat> not smoking the right cigar That's the problem Oh no, I've smoked the right cigars There's just, you know Because my little elf that runs down south of the border And smuggles oh. them back I, You know, I'm like, yeah, I can appreciate this This seems to be very nice, but you're wasting it on me It's most of the time when my friends like go Here, you want some of this really nice scotch I'm like, you know, I understand it But it just, you know, it isn't for me I'd rather sit back and have a delicious, you know Gordon Beer's Winterbach or an Ebenezer Or, you know, an Alaskan Winter Amp Or Reindeer Beer Oh, made by reindeers. Made by real reindeers. Oh, well. Well, anyway, we got the fire going. We got the wind blowing outside. We got the (laughs) sleigh bells. That can only mean you're listening to beer school. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. There's lots of beers to like. Some beers are made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel... Halfway around the world. Just How far around the world? Halfway. Okay. Because it's that's as far as it can possibly go, right? Unless the, uh, your import-export company is sort of lame. And and they ship on, it the wrong way. They ship it the long, wrong way. So then it would be like two-thirds of the way around the world or – Yes. Or that would be better actually. But
1: the, I was uh, talking to a friend.
0: Three-quarters ta- of, of the way around the world. I was talking to a friend who grew up here but his parents have retired to India. And so he's going – quote-unquote, air quotes, home to India. And he said, this is exciting because it's the first time he's ever done it the other way. And so then I asked him, I "Asked him, you know, which, what's the preferred way to get there? Since it is, India pretty much is from here halfway is. around the world. Is. And he goes, he's always gone east to either London or Frankfurt and through there. And so now he's going west through uh, Singapore. Oh, wow. That's far. Yeah. Uh, so, so that let, is halfway around the, around the world. Learn why beer tastes like it does, <laughs> how other styles came about, and all the sugar and spices and everything nices that you might put in your holiday beers. Holiday beer? That's right. Are we still stuck on this old, old topic? No, it's the second part. Oh, that's so right. Then, uh, uh, so wait. Oh, yeah. The best part about homework is the, the rain, homework is? the homework is beer. The reindeer. The reindeer? The reindeer. The reindeer beer. If you can find it. No, the best part about homework is the beer. Does your reindeer bite? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, my reindeer does not bite. Ow! <laughs> it's not my reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> so we have an exciting show. We have this new opener. The, may I say, the, uh, since this is probably getting posted before that show, Yeah, <clears throat> the world's Coolest bottle opener. John and I are both the recipients of one of them. This could hurt somebody. In fact, I think we're going to make this into a a listener contest, this one. Ooh. Or maybe not. Maybe we'll keep it. Maybe the listeners have to figure out how to make the contest. I'm I'm keeping mine. Well, I don't know if it's going to fit on the thing. There's the other one. Oh, you know what? We could give away the Harvest one. Or the – we got two bottle openers from our friends in Berkeley. The little one and the big one. And I'm keeping the big one, and I will donate the little one. (laughs) I mean, look at that. There's no comparison. (laughs) This sounds awesome, and this sounds lame. Exactly. Hey, where's the Del Pod? They both say uh, Trimmer. I stuck it over on the box there. I didn't know whether or not we were playing the Del Pod. We have music for the Del Pod. Oh, okay. Um, Because this sounds like fire again. (laughs) We can't do this the whole show. That would be annoying. Now, There's no comparison. Oh, my beer has a first name. It's Trumer. Oh, my Yeah, well, the Trumer, the Trumer tour was very fun. They took very good care of us, and we have a recording of them, of Lars the Brewer, to talk, who who's telling about why they picked Pilsner as a style, why they picked Berkeley as a place, why... Why? Why? How grain makes it there from Europe? That was my yeah, question. Yeah, that was a really good question. That turned out to be uh, – <laughs> that was worth the whole price of admission. Exactly. Which but was, that's, that's all for another show. Yeah, that's for another <laughs> show. That's coming up. So. But we love Trimmer. Had and it's really, not just because they gave us a lot of really cool parting gifts. Yeah, speaking of parting gifts, part the uh, top of one of those beers. What would you like? Uh, well, no, one through seven. Okay, so uh, – these are random. I haven't had, well, I have had one of these beers. Um that one I had, oh, I've actually had them. I've had two of them. So the reindeer I had last night, which was tasty. Is it? Yeah, it's really good. Tasty, delicious. Okay, they're sorted now. All right, they're sorted. Now, you know how I sorted those? By color, cap color. You got it. Cap color, yeah, that's right. It's almost Although, wait, like, that... it's like a spectrum. Oh, yeah, those two are out of... There we of, go. Out of stu- well, let's start off with our friends from the western Great White North. Portland? No, the Alaska beer. Oh, Alaska. Yeah. Excellent. The western part of the Great White I'm North. I'm going to break with tradition and say that this is an Alaskan winter ale. Oh, it's an Alaskan winter ale? That was like no effort at all. Uh oh! And it, didn't, far, even go, this it is, didn't even go. It didn't even go. That's by far the Cadillac of bottle openers. Back when you know, yeah. I just saw uh, an ad for Cadillac on TV. Uh, oh, I thought those dirty ones over there. I don't even know how it got that dirty. <laughs> Lipstick. It's uh certainly does look like a chick was drinking out of it. Oh yeah, your panel for MacBreak Tech. There's no chicks on MacBreak Tech. Well, it's golden in color. It looks a lot like uh, good old pale ale. Yes. And it's got that Sierra Nevada bottle shape to it. That's just the shape of the bottle. Oh, and it's also an old school bottle from Sierra. That's a twisty. Because it's a twisty. They're not telling us anything on the label. Not a thing. Oh, it's brewed with spruce tips. Spruce tips? Yes. Wait, so do they just go and cut the, the, the tips off the spruce, leaving the spruce intact? Um. Uh, if we had the the uh, instructions, we would know. Uh, Anchor brewed a spruce beer. A spruce beer, spruce is one of the things that they flavored beers with uh, during revolutionary times. And they were brewing something that I think it was like George Washington water brewed or something. But I've got, I've got the bottle from Anchor Spruce. It was a, a one-time brew that they did probably at least 10 years ago. All right, well, first thing is... Well, it does say it's made with spruce tips. Uh It doesn't have that, I put a pine tree in a bottle taste to it. It tastes a little. Mm. It doesn't have, the you know, like where it's overwhelming flavor of. uh, Right, it's subtle. Of evergreen. In this case, spruce. It's spruce tips and something else. Maybe they spruce tip aged it. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) <laughs> um, of the seasonal beers, this is one of the mellower ones that I've had so far. It's almost like it's almost tasting like just a pale. Oh. No, there's 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 flavor. Well, no, no, in there. no, there's flavors that are coming through, but I mean, it's just it's way, 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 way in the back. Yes, <clears throat> might have had something to do with uh, drinking the beer that we had before we started recording. That's true the Holiday Good. the holiday spicedale from 21st amendment cuz that is the entire spice shelf at rainbow groceries pretty much that's a very complex spicy beer that doesn't taste like a christmas tree either no not even a dead one and it's at since it's release the flavors have been the the flavors have been maturing in that it's a totally different beer than it was 3 weeks ago yeah which is the fun part about Drinking the spice ale um at your local is that you get to try it from the beginning of December through whenever it runs out and it will change over time. Yeah, and if they bottle it and you take it some home and store it, it definitely changes a lot over time. Although the the uh holiday spice that we had at Teach a Home Teach a Friend a Brew Day mm-hmm. had no spice in it at all. It had fallen down into the bottom of the bottle. Mm-hmm. Never and it, maybe we, you know, just turning it, shaking it or I don't remember whether or not there was a lot of funk on that bottle. No, but the spice had just disappeared. There was it was Didn't the, the Spice Girls just come through on a big reunion tour? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Which was your favorite spice? I never listened to the spice girls. No, no, no. You don't have to listen to one, them to have a favorite spice. Human. Human, Human spice. <laughs> spice. <laughs> South of the border, down Mexico way. Exactly. Curry spice. <laughs> so, well, I would say if you if you uh, you know want a beer that's not over the top spicy for for your party for your friends, this yes. would be a good choice. This is a yeah. This is a good. <clears throat> As we get into some of the bigger, heavier ones from the last show, the bigger, heavier ones that we already had, this is a nice nice counterpoint to it. And if you're having something – say you're doing a roast chicken, this is probably better with the roast chicken than would be the Sierra or the Anchor. Right. Well, the Celebrator celebration is – by comparison to this, is over the top. Yeah. And the Anchor, by comparison to this, is over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is supposedly paired with uh, Alaskan salmon. Well, you know what it's paired with? Bald eagle. Bald eagle. (laughs) Well, look, on the label of the beer. Is that a bald eagle? That's a bald eagle. Ah. So obviously there's a tree on the label, and there's a bald eagle next to the tree, so it's supposed to be paired with bald eagle. I thought there was a mouse in the tree, and it was just flying into the tree to get the mouse. So it's supposed to be paired with mouse? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I should have reviewed the uh... <clears throat> I should have reviewed the uh, first holiday beer show before coming in today to record, so I'd remember all the stories that I told during part one. I'll remind you which ones you've already told. Okay, good. <laughs> um, Alaska also does their smoked porter, which is really good. Do yeah, we don't have a smoked porter from them today? Yeah, that'd be good with a big standing rib roast or a bald eagle. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I watched. Are they not um, endangered anymore? The bald eagles. So we should eat them. <laughs> I watched TV all day yesterday, and for the folks at home who we are just tuning in, um, did Alton t- Brown fe- tell us how to roast an eagle? No, but Alton Brown is the uh, he's the commentator, the lead commentator for Iron Chef USA now. Wow, that's cool. Yes, it, it's good because he can talk a mile a minute. Blah 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 blah. Um, and I, even though the original Iron Chef was really really cool, Iron Chef of America is pretty cool too. I always wanted to be it, on that show. It was peanut battle. Peanut battle. Yes. What cooking with peanuts? Cooking with peanuts. So squishing them up and making peanut butter. Uh, that, well, they had some pre-made peanut butter. They had uh, halibut encrusted peanut or uh, peanut and pu- encrusted halibut. Uh, they had some sort of lobster. Did they feed the halib- halibut peanuts? Uh, see, I thought that they should do. Peanut see, that would pate. be a That would you be a duck peanuts until its liver explodes, <laughs> and you suck that out and spread it on toast. That's eaten. See, get it encrusted. Oh, encrusted! I get it, John. Um, but as I was saying, I completely watching I TV me. all day. On I the lost couch. my train. There was an ad for something, and I've oh, it, it was about the cow. No, no not the pony. The not, pony, not, not the, the pony, not the pony ad. But that's a funny ad. Um I don't remember right now. Hey, if you go to youtube.com, uh-huh, school. Yeah. You can see all these funny commercials that I've tagged. Oh, we got to get on that. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Cool. So, um there's the Guinness ad with uh the frogs. Wait, the the backwards evolution. Yeah. It's pretty cool actually if you can find the quicktime version of it, you can play it forward or backwards to forwards and it's it's cool. It's like it's almost as if they made the commercial that way to begin with, and then somebody got the bright idea: wait, if you just play it backwards, it'll be even cooler. It'll make sense then. Yeah, it's absolutely absolutely funny how the look of the polywogs on the end of the commercial looked just like the dudes in the beginning of the commercial. Oh, I sort of look like a polywog. Oh yeah. I can see that. It's a perfect response there, John. Um uh, it was the National Gingerbread House Baking Championships yesterday. Watch that. You know what? That's like <laughs> watching grass grow. No, actually it's not. It was pretty it was pretty funny, except as we found out in the child's category, yeah. there are no guidelines to how much the parent could help. And the child that won was like five years old and it's like there's no way a five year old built that. Oh, that's cheating. Yeah. Like I mean kids build gingerbread houses. It's not all the cheating time. because the rules leave it undefined how much you know the kids. How much prob- co- how much coaching they can get from the co- parents. And there was one girl who <laughs> it, it was actually cute at first. I'm like, oh that one can't win. Everything was like shades of pink. <laughs> and she was dressed in pink. But she was like, you know, eleven or whatever. It's like she was going through her pink stage. <laughs> she was going through her pink stage. Um <laughs> Speaking of our pink stage, what's our next beer? I think our next beer is going to be uh, – I think we're going to jump to the East Coast. Uh, which would be uh, Mr. Uh, Cox Beer. Yeah. Cook. Cook. I always want to – every time I – I can pronounce Maytag. I can't pronounce Cook. Yeah. Hey, did you go to industry night? Or whatever it was, or the I party? not. Yeah. You know, the biggest problem is that these things start at like 5 or 6 o'clock, and it's really tough for me to get away – those things and uh didn't get to go to the anchor christmas party I didn't, I didn't go either um turns out that there was a possibility for an invitation yeah um I, I was i wasn't gonna go anyway i was oh <laughs> i was drinking uh that was tuesday right yeah yeah i uh, i was at one of our fine local brew pubs until the bitter 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 end that night you were at Magnolia. Oh yeah. Drinking winter warmer. Oh yeah. That's really good. Poured myself in a cab. Great. Oh my gosh. That beer, there's no bottle of it here, but let me just describe this beer. It's like Christmas in a glass. <laughs> I was told And, that- and the thing is, is that I'm not a I'm not normally a fan of Christmas because I'm not about what it's become. Uh-huh. But in that glass is everything that i remember about christmas. you know, from being a kid to being, you know, growing up later. There's a piece of lego in every glass. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> anyway, it's just fabulous. It is. And uh, usually i shy away from having a lot of the stronger beers and this one comes in at a nice 8.4. Well, the I pumpkin, think it's 8.4. The pumpkin beer was 78. Yeah. That no, was awesome too. Um but that beer was fantastic. I had a fantastic meal that I sort of put together from. I had some. I had like an appetizer and a side of uh, bacon braised uh, greens. Oh. They were fantastic. All right. So this says for centuries, brewers have craft, crafted special beers to celebrate winter. In this tradition, we brew our Samuel Adams to share with friends. This rich, hearty dark lager is one of the finer pleasures of a winter evening. Cheers. Cheers. Jim Cook. Uh, so all you kids out there in the greater United you States. You should be able you, to find this everywhere. Yeah, you should be able to find this. Let's see what we have here. Right. It looks right. It's got the color of a pale ale, or even a little redder well, than a pale yeah, ale. Yeah, a little redder. looks more like a well, – it has the same color as a bass almost. Not as dark – or maybe is darker than the Alaskan. I would say it meets my expectations. Nice, creamy head on the top. <laughs> you know, John, if you have a bite of cookie with it, yeah, uh, you'll end up tasting the cookie and be happier. <laughs> I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is about, this beer. You know it says, uh, hearty dark lager." maybe it's not even a spice maybe it's just a winter beer well it's 5.8 alcohol if yeah. i'm reading right from this distance and dark lager is actually a style but that's a pla- right that's a blacker beer yeah. this is you know what this is i'm sorry this is not a holiday beer it's a winter beer. It's a winter beer. So this is going to be in the same tradition of the wee heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea that a little bit more alcohol, a little bit more malt, a lot more flavor that's going on. And the the idea is that you're in the pub, it's cold outside, and one for the road, but you don't want to have a whole one. Like just you just want have, a wee you one. want a wee heavy so that's where I can see that That's where this would be going with that beer right there next to uh beer number two, all right, uh, that is beer number two now beer number two, yes beer number two is definitely a wee heavy oh yeah, I wonder where you get this replacement part? Oh, do we order those from trimmer? Probably <laughs> You're probably gonna laugh at if if they you know well, what did you open that you broke it <laughs> just a lot, just a lot. <laughs> So this will go back to our um Okay. In, into the category of not like last week. Not big fat beers with spice. No. This is a this would be, you know, this is a good New Year's party beer. This would be a great uh Christmas dinner beer. Mm-hmm. You know that would go with the uh the chocolate covered duck. <laughs> oh. Oh, I I oh, chocolate covered duck, John. Okay. Sorry that wasn't coming out, right? Unless you um, no, I meant orange glaze covered duck. Yes. Not chocolate covered would duck. Would it go with goose? No, I I think celebration would go really good with goose. I'm sure that this would not that the goose and this would go clash. Yes. yes. Goose. I know. But I'm saying don't drink this with goose beer. Goose duck. Goose duck. Goose bird fowl. The fowl known as goose. Oh right. Like goose. Goose. Hmm, like this beer. See, the problem is, I like the big batch over the head beers. And I have yet to be bad over the head. We're going to move up a a notch from this one to our next one. That'll probably be a lot the same. Okay, so the other thing is that this this has got the same flavor profile as some of the other Sam Adams beers that I've had. It's... It's like that. I don't know if it comes from the house yeast, comes from the malt profile that they're using. Too bad they're not going to be able to bu- uh, brew Pliny next year, sell it as their own. Oh, that's a really tragic story. <laughs> Mike McDowell wins the long shot competition. <laughs> Out of 4,000 people that enter this competition, he makes a, a Pliny the Elder clone. Okay, so. For cool one about, of those Russian River beers. Was from, a, it was Pliny, right? Yeah, it was Pliny. And so the thing that's amazing about this story is Pliny the Elder doesn't even come in a bottle. The only place to get Pliny is at Russian River or at Toronado. Uh-huh. There is no other place to get Pliny. I think Can't you get it at, at, at Barflees every now and then? Not in a bottle. No, not in a bottle. There's no There is no Pliny in a bottle. Right. So that this was going to get made— was just going to be incredible. Like the the rest of the country was going to be able to experience Pliny the Elder. Wow, Sam Adams makes good beer. Yeah, Sam Adams makes awesome beer. So here's what's tragic. They call up Mike McDole. Actually, it's Jim Cook that called him up and said, "Um, Dude, we can't make your beer. They're like, what? You know, thinking that it's the Pliny clone problem. Right. That was coming up. It's like, we can't get the hops. <laughs> they couldn't get enough SIM code to make. Enough beer for the United States, which is tragic. Simcoe sounds like a company that makes paper clips. No, it's the name of a, it's a, name of I a know hop. It's a, I know it's the name of a hop, but it still sounds like a company that makes. If you want the finest paper clip in the nation, try Simcoe Paper Clips. <laughs> Made in America in Trenton, New Jersey, hold, since 1856. Holds stuff together. Yes. TM. Pull it apart, reboot your Mac Plus. <laughs> Get floppy disks out of the. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, the stuck. No, my which one of them? Was it my uh, my 840AV? <coughs> if it froze up, you had to poke it with a paper clip. Oh, that's because you didn't have the programmer switch right. smashed on the side. Right. So you had to poke through the hole and make it Yeah. <laughs> and if you missed, you could actually... Hit the power supply or something? Yeah. There was a, get 120? There was a get No, just 5 volts. Okay. But 5 volts to ground is not good either. Makes the uh, smoke come out of the chips. Oh, that's not good. No, and you don't want to let the smoke out of the chips at all. That's that's not a good smoke idea. Smoke sh- should stay in the chips. Smoke should stay in the chips. Okay. Exactly. Uh, huh. <laughs> I rested um, up for the show. I didn't drink yesterday. Uh, that one next. Yeah, year? that one next. Because I'm thinking we're going to get sort of. Well, we the have. Same. We have. We have. Uh, other beers in the fridge still. We have bom- we have three bombers in the fridge. Oh God, we're gonna fall over. No, we're not because the thing is, is that is that you know what this is on the cover? What? That's San Jose in December. Oh, it is. No. It doesn't snow in San Jose. Oh, hey, this looks like the beer that uh, I wanted to drink last time. This is a darker color. This is what I was actually expecting the Sam Adams to be when they described it as a dark a dark lager. lager. So this is a Gordon Beerish Brewing Company's Winter Bach, described as a dark double Bach lager. So what is the Bach style? Uh, it's made out of goats. I thought it was made out of chickens. No, Bach is Bach is goat. Oh, it is. Yes. They make the beer out of goats. No, it's got a kick like a goat, or it could be the the springtime, or it could be, you know, stuff like that. All right. There's a story on the back. There is. Oh yeah. Yes got to take my glasses. That's off what the show's time. come down to. We says, just sit here, open a beer, drink it, read you the label, and move on. Government warning: According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages because they something- might cause pregnancy. Oh, you coy little boy! Never had that problem. In the 11th century. Bavarian monks sustained themselves during winter fasts with beers made from strong, dark-flavored malts. These creamy box ensured that the monks would fast frequently. <laughs> oh, those Gordon Beers guys you know, are they, funny. They knew. What, what do you it? want to do? Let's fast again. Let's fa- you know, today we call that going on a bender. What'd you do? I just drank all day. I didn't eat. Oh, you must be an ancient Bavarian monk. <laughs> Four-year bender. Have you ever heard that band? There's a band no. in, in San Francisco called Four Year Bender. It's really fun. Today at Gordon Beer's, the tradition lives on. They go on benders or they go on fasts. Our winter Bach. I really like the wedge salad at Gordon Beer's. What is that, iceberg with blue it's cheese? It's like a quarter of an iceberg with blue cheese and, and baking crumples. You can make that at home. No. But then you'd have four slices of iceberg sure. to deal with. Instead of just one and the blue cheese. Well, we were of a certain age where lettuce was iceberg. There was no other lettuce. Oh, no. Sometimes we'd go down to my aunt and uncle's house, and my aunt would make romaine salad. That was fancy. Oh, yeah. That was like iceberg, so yeah. it was still, hmm. No. All right. Our winter Bach is perfect by itself. We'll pair it with hearty winter meals, unless, of course, you're fasting. Yes. Unless, of course, you're on a bender. Or you're just having Gordon Beer. It goes perfect with Gordon Beer's garlic fries. Or the wedge of salad. The wedge of salad. Uh what else do I like of Wedge of Salad reminds me of a snowplow. Because it's the wedge and it has white on it. Um Yesterday during my uh I'm watching TV all day day. We were watching I think it was Discovery Channel. And it was the biggest, longest, greatest. It's modern marvels. That I oh, would watch a, all the time. That's if an I, engineering show beyond fun. That's why I don't. That's why I don't have a TV because I would just watch stuff like that. But they were doing like the top ten whatever, yeah. And they did the Eisenhower Tunnel. Oh yeah, that t- okay. So you go down <laughs> down the bottom of the hill at, from going from Denver to Dillon. You get off the first exit after going through the Eisenhower Tunnel. You take a left at the light. You go one, two, two three lights. You take another right. You're, in, you're at a parking lot called the Dillon Dam Brewery. I've been there. And then order an EPA, okay, which is like an IPA, but it's an extra, extra. paleo, and uh, but it's part of the idea of uh, Environmental Protection Agency, kind of the slap about uh, that, yeah, the EPA. Uh, so because uh, you know how many, you know how much energy it takes to destroy a forest, right? No one watt. Ah! All right, that guy was James how, Watt. He how was... much brake dust is in the air in Dillon? Because all you do is you ride your brakes down the hill. For I was in a car full of uh, a couple of fellow beer drinkers as we were driving from Denver to Salt Lake City. Yeah, and coming down the hill toward Dillon, uh, we thought the brakes were going to give out on the car. Wow, crappy rental. Next best thing to four-wheel drive. Three-wheel drive. Three-wheel drive? What happened to the... No, I'm just saying what would be the next best thing. Oh, no. Rental cars, the next best thing to four-wheel drive. Ah, yes. <laughs> um, I like this beer. Do you? Yeah. The- I've this- not picked it up as of yet. Well, you're not an expert then. I am more of an expert at this beer than you are. Wait. John, remember when we used to be coordinated and one of us could talk when yeah, the other no, was drinking? Yeah, no, I was creepy. just watching you drink you were, the beer. You were scratching your elbow. Yeah. <laughs> I was scratching my elbow. See, now we're starting to get more of the flavors that we associate with this. You're tasting more of the alcohol, a little bit more sort of blah coming yeah. at you. Um, a lot of malt in the beginning. Yeah. And a lot of it, – it hangs – The flavor hangs on my tongue a little bit like a dark, roasty malt, like sort of a a portery thing hanging out there.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, It stands up well to what has come before it, but along with the first two, especially with the the Sam Adams, it's um, it's just a style of beer for winter. It's not full of spices and things like that. Right. So the from the holiday party, either the Christmas. Eve or day or New Year's, this will appeal to your more seasoned beer drinker. This would be good with a standing rip rest. Oh, yeah. I think I'm getting chicken fricassee for Christmas. How do you make dinner. that? I don't know. I leave that to, to the boss. Which boss? My sister. We're going for Simple. I I mean, stands to up to the chocolate. Does it?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I like it. Dun, 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 dun. And Gordon Biersch is another one that should be pretty readily available. And you can take, you can compare the Sam Adams and the Gordon Biersch. They're both saying that they're a dark lager. Gordon Biersch throws in the word Bach, which gives you a more accurate description of what it is. Well, so I have some leftover, um, Sam. Yeah, and that is not a dark lager. The the Gordon Beers is a lot more like what you'd find in Germany. I mean, this looks like a dark pale, right? Nowhere near. I mean, and it's it looks it look the the Sam Adams looks thin. Yeah, it, it looks like it's not done. Like maybe they ran out of malt, or maybe they ran out of chocolate malt. Or roasty malt, or they're not. They're just not chasing the same big thing. I mean, well, look at the thing. Here's the, so to uh, to analyze that you have to remember that the Gordon Biersch project is aiming beer at a wider appeal, wider audience appeal. So. Somebody might. Comparison with Sam Adams. Sam Sam Adams. So this beer might, you know, someone's like, "Oh, I like Sam Adams," and so they're going to pick up Sam Adams, expecting to get something that tastes like Sam Adams, right? Boston Lager. I can see a lot of people being overwhelmed by the Gordon beers. Yeah, a lot of people like, ooh. Um, Well, first off, they're going to pour it in a glass, and they're going to go, "I don't like that dark beer." This is a dark beer. It's obviously gonna hurt me. All of the tones because because it's a bock, are maltier and sweeter. So you're not gonna get you're not gonna get the the rejection because of hops. This right. is a I would try I would try this. If you're working for a step-up or something, go find the, the Gordon Beer's Winter Bach. Uh, what's the I can't read the alcohol on I'll oh, figure it out here. It's a. um it says Brood in San Jose. 75 75 so yeah so it's a, it's, it's a full it's a full almost 50% more than the uh or or uh 33% more than the Sam Adams and you can taste it you can taste this as a 75 beer yep but it also has it also is built from the hop characteristics so that it it stands up to all that all of that stuff, 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 John. I don't have the right word for it. Still, you'd think after a year of doing this show, I'd start to have the right words. We haven't done it for a year yet. Almost. If we would have done it for a year so far, we would have had an anniversary party. Well, it's coming up. <laughs> it's coming up. We may be on stage. On, uh I'm really hoping for that. The first week of January. Second week of January. Second week of January. MacWorld Expo. There's a, a stage that's being put on at the expo. We'll be on at 4:30 on Friday. Exactly, 4:30 <laughs> on Friday. We're sneaking something in. I don't know what it's going to be yet. And the the cats from the uh, expo are going to have to go. Oh, you can't have that! And I'm like, what are you going to do? Throw us out? What if we just put them in hidden containers? I mean, in something that doesn't look like beer. Yeah, we could do that. Plastic cups. Plastic cups. Pre-poured, ready to go, hidden on the front part of the stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, that, that's what the green room is for. Welcome to beer school. <laughs> Welcome to beer school. Planning uh, uh, the show on the show. Anyway, 4.30 on Friday, very last <laughs> day. We're going to be on, talking about teaching you and your friends that it's okay the to like more than one kind of beer. The best beer to spill into your keyboard. <laughs> oh, my gosh! I'll bring down all the keyboards that I've broken. Don't bring... Wait, don't spill beer on a keyboard. But worse is spilling a soda on a keyboard. That keyboard will never, ever recover. But even worse than a soda, chicken noodle soup. (laughs) John, it sounds like you're speaking from experience. It wasn't my computer that got chicken noodle soup spilled on it. Somebody else's. Oh my gosh, this is a 25-year-old story. <laughs> but this person brought in their Apple II, and they're like, "It doesn't work." So we're, you know, we're opening it up, and like, "Oh, there's a noodle in here." <laughs> anyway, why is this? Why does this computer smell like like lunch? <laughs> <It> smells. <coughs> <laughs> and so the, the the oil had got inside because back in the day, Apple II's had were. This wasn't a 2E. It was the Apple II. And so it was an integrated thing, wasn't it? All the chips are on sockets. And so the chicken noodle soup got in the sockets. The mother Basically, we had to replace the motherboard and the keyboard uh-huh. for it to work again. And that was almost like buying a new computer. Sweet. Yep. I got um- – And so in order to make sure that it could actually go back to Apple and get replaced – we put both things in the dishwasher, spun it, did the you know did the uh, the clean cycle. Right. And then they went back so they didn't smell like chicken. <laughs> you know, because the people in California, you know, hmm, because wow. that's when when uh, Apple was had the automated factory in Fremont with the robots. Oh yeah. Where is that building? I don't know. I never. I never got to go. That was kind of revolutionary for its time. Yeah, the the entire floor was a black and white checkerboard, so the yeah. robots could know where they were going. It's pretty cool. I think that's what the kids today call fat. Phat. Yeah, phat. That means pretty hot and tempting. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. She's oh, she's fat. Did did I did I ask? Uh, we're digressing, but we feel like digressing. It's the holidays. It's our gift to you. Um. Do you know? Did I ask you if you know where the term posh comes from? Yes. Okay, good. But might not have been on the show. No, it wasn't on the show. No, but you, you asked me where this came from. Yes. And uh, we had the discussion. Excellent. So it the had, term posh. It, it does not mean pretty hot and tempting. What's the Pretty uh, O oh would be. Posh was an acronym <laughs> that was stamped on people's tickets when uh, back in the day turn of the century on until we came up with jet planes. Um, you would sail on a sailing ship from London to New York to get across the Atlantic. And the best way, or the best the best cabins, the best place to ride would be port outbound starboard home. Why is that? The sun. You didn't want to be on the, the side of the ship that was com- constantly in the sun because your cabin would heat up. That would suck. You wanted to be on the cool side of the ship. Which was Port Outbound, Starboard Home. I see. You got that? Is it back to Chris? It's different Christmas music. This is different Christmas music. Because that's not a DVD or a a CD that... that, uh, I don't know where your CD got off to. Somebody probably stole it because it was so good. Yeah, it had Father Christmas on it. Or we mailed it to a listener. I could bring in the 45 if you've got a turntable. That was our uh, our homework from last week, wasn't it? Make a CD. No, tell me what the what the B side of the other side of the Kinks' Father Christmas uh, forty five. Uh, that's is. right. Nobody wrote in. <laughs> All right. Well, the Dell Pod is booting up. I thought I smelled something foul. Dell part Dell Pod is starting up. And then it says, "Welcome." Two Star Computer. Push end. It's the biggest pod ever. It's a brilliant piece of industrial design. It's all plastic. So nice. Look at that thing. Oh, my God. It says uh, Centrino Duo inside. Why do we put up with the crappy Macs that we all use? I don't know. Do you realize that all the cool people use Macs? Yeah, and some of them don't have enough RAM in them. My big machine – well, I still have to figure out how to shut this. It's been a year. I'm still trying to shove that damn – Gig chip into my, or into my G5, the one that wouldn't fit. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Every now and then I open it up and I try to push it in again. It doesn't. All right. How do we make the Dell Pod make play music? Um, menu, stop, music, enter, Media Center, default. Oh yeah, here it is. Don't install. Media, Dell Media Experience. Ooh, With the Media wow. Experience. Can you imagine if this? You're walking down the street trying to get your Podcast to work on this? I can't imagine because, John, you do all the work to make the podcast work. I just talk words into this very expensive microphone. (laughs) Words. Uh, That's not what we wanted. Uh, Rats. (laughs) (laughs) The show's gotten really good. Okay. Music experience. La, 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 la. Radio, recent music, unknown album. Okay. I'm sorry. I have to. Re- I have to report you. You seem to be playing music off a CD that is not pr- commercially produced. Exactly. Now I have to figure out how the volume works. I you can hear it spinning up. Oh, nice. It looks like you're searching for uh, for plutonium or something, or for radiation. How's that going? going right. How's it going? How do I sound? sound check, crazy. check, check, check. All right, Jonathan Colton is singing about Beta Chiron Prime. Explain. <laughs> all right, so this is a—he's uh, a musician, and for a year he did a thing called Thing a Week, and every week he released a new song, and this was one of his, This was uh, released around this time of year. Uh, And The songs that he sings Are about zombies In space and robots And Bizarro things like that He's pretty hilarious So anyway uh, Jonathan Colton Excellent And uh, (coughs) download this at JonathanColton.com Slash Beta Chiron Prime I think or whatever it ends up being Speaking of Beta Chiron Prime, I think we should go with that beer. I think I pledged Beta beta, beta Chiron Prime. (laughs) Which beer did you point at? The red one. The red one. Take off that red beer. I'm so smart. God, this is a nice bottle opener. It's one of the best openers that we've ever had, ever. If you ever want to buy me off, give me a nice bottle opener. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I got, a, I got a new Belgian bottle opener on Friday night. Where? A secret party. Oh, that secret party. <laughs> All right, so I'm about to pour uh, Bridgeport, Oregon's... Bridgeport, Portland, from Portland, Oregon, Ebenezer Ale. And he's got a smile on his face, which is kind of bizarre for Ebenezer because... Because he's a Scrooge. Because he's a Scrooge. You're a mean one, Mr. Mr. Scrooge. Scrooge. You keep peanuts in your pants. Or in your halibut. You put mustard on your pretzel. So this is... Rock salt on the road, Mr. Grinch. Rock salt on the road would actually be helpful. So is mustard on a pretzel. So is salt in halibut. So... Mmm. That's peanuts in the halibut, not salt in the halibut. Oh, this is uh, back to Christmas. Let's see what we have going here. It's to stand up to any figgy pudding. It says so on the label. It does. Yes. What is it? What is a figgy pudding? A figgy pudding is what he made with figs. Hmm. There are many things. Okay. There are many things from which good may be derived, yet, sorry few from which greatness will appear. So, it is in hope and homage of the wonders of a changed spirit that we offer our seasonal ale. An appropriately rich and complex winter warmer. Ebenezer ale is a true celebration of the season rich, malty, and enough flavor to stand up to any figgy pudding. Excellent. Yes. 6.4. Have you ever had figgy pudding? I might have in England, but I don't remember. Bummer. Yeah. Because it might have been uh, fueled by local beers. I think you would just take a big thing of Fig Newtons and crush them up. That might be figgy pudding. Oh, you could put just get some uh, Jell-O instant pudding. You know, if you didn't have that ban on laptops during this show, you could look this up on Wikipedia. We don't have... We're using. Ladies and gentlemen at home, John just for a half a second had, like, maybe I should. Then he caught himself. We have the Dell Pod playing. Yeah. Well, uh, the Dell Pod gets the interweb. We're in a room with like 60,000 computers. Right. Well, um, your ENIAC keychain clone? Yeah, check this out. It's all. There's more RAM in this than there was in the whole ENIAC ever. I'm sure by far. Music is They Might Be Giants, uh, Santa's Beard. Santa's beer is filling up, filling up, filling up. It's about Santa's the beer is being filling up. Jealous of his fill girlfriend. Up my beer. Guy being jealous of his girlfriend getting on with Santa. That's hot. Yep. Oh, I like this one. The, the, da, 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 da. the Muppets version, not the original Beast, oh. Beastie Boys version. I mean, Beach Boys. Yeah, Beastie Boys. same band, same band. Beastie Boys never played the song. Mm-hmm. They might have. They did cover Rocket Man. No, Beast. Benny and Jets. Benny and the Jets. Oh, yeah. Ba, 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 Benny ba, and the Jets. So what do, you think of Ev- what do you think of old Ebenezer? Ebenezer, I think, has not gotten enough uh, credit for his strong work ethic that he tried to get everybody else to adhere to. I think he's often cast as a, as a villain when he's actually trying to make sure that people just do the right thing by working as hard as they can. Well, he's a business owner, right? A small business owner. And so what the small business owner is always being subjected to, I want more time off. I want more money. I was like, well, what have you ever done for me, employee? All you ever do is whine about needing more time off and more money. <laughs> so I'm totally on the side of, Eb- of Ebenezer. You make me come in here every Sunday for free Bought you beer Oh, okay, that's right And uh, so, anyway, <laughs> so there's Ebenezer Yeah, no, it's like I don't know where, you're right Where, does yeah, where he get, do these people get off? Where does he get off being a villain? He's not a villain It's true Far from He's me. so crusty because he's had to put up with this for all these years But how many people is he employed? And what is he? what did he do to London's gross domestic product? Right. I mean, you know, the books had to be balanced. Right. You know, Bob Cratchit, you know, he had to... It was before they invented temps. He just could have gotten rid of Cratchit and gotten some temps in. Like, <laughs> And they and the temps would have been really happy to yeah. even have a job. Yeah. Like, oh, thank you, Mr. Ebenezer, yeah. for paying. Because their parents died when the porter vats exploded at the brewery and drowned half the city. Right. Well, the rumor is that they kept going back in, the parents. True. I don't know. It's like that movie we made Monday night. Oh, yeah. He could have been Ebenezer Scrooge. He could have been Ebenezer Scrooge. Exactly. That actor guy was really good, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure that's your writer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's not my writer. Could be. Oh, yeah, Bob and Doug. So this is us. Hey, like. This is us talking as if this is the probably, someone's going to get the idea that this is the basis for the whole show, eh? This is pretty much it. Cue the fake bells. Exactly. Honey, I sh- honey, I shrank the uh <laughs> oops. Why is that so dim? You can barely hear it. You know why? Why? Because it's a Dell. I wouldn't worry about it. Here, I'm just move this a little bit. What's that? We should have our staff doing this. All right, well, if we had our staff, then uh they would have fixed that. Oh, you know why? You know, Rosie Rosie keeps poking around an email every now and then to We got to have Rosie back in here for mm-hmm. like a special guest. She could be our guest. Not just a intern on beer school, but you know the whole thing. Exactly. This <clears throat> this is probably the women's t- the women's touch again. Right. Praying. Yeah, okay. You know, you can get this on iTunes. Bob right. and Doug McKenzie. Yeah, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Exactly. They only did one album. It's him on the organ-y. All right, so we're just going to keep... So uh, Ebenezer got the bad rap. The but not rap this type. Ebenezer. This no, Ebenezer's good. I like this Ebenezer lots. It's in a red foil label bottle. From Bridgeport? From Bridgeport. They get around. Yep. It's got the... Uh, they make those label or those uh, bottles for Bridgeport because it's a kind of a. No, well, it's for blind people. It's pyramid shaped and it says Bridgeport, well, so Oregon's they, oldest craft brewery. So does, so does the Sam, but it just says Sam Adams. So you don't really know which beer you're getting as a blind person when you're buying Sam Adams. Maybe that's why it tasted just exactly the same as Sam Adams. They just put the label on wrong. Maybe. Okay, we're getting back into. We're, now we're getting back to our hoppy, spicy hol- holiday flavors. As I belch, as I repress a belch, French toast. Yes. So this, this would be good with French toast and maple syrup. Sort of heavy. French toast is sort of heavy. What are you tasting when you taste this? There's a bit of coriander but not a lot. Say so there's some cumin. Cumin. Tasting alcohol. I don't know, I'm not good with my spice. I don't taste any garlic. When there's I cook, no cinnamon. I, when I cook I like to put garlic and stuff. So, you know. That's one of the things I taste. Taste the garlic. Sounds it's it tastes a little bit like uh, brown sugar.
1: Brown chica.
0: We're fascinated by Bob and Doug singing Twelve Days of Christmas. <laughs> no, for me I've just burned out my, my tongue's burned out. Really? Oh yeah, you can see the scorch marks. It's true. Um <clears throat> Pardon me. Sure. I've lost Control of my brain My brain has just stopped right here I, I'm not coming up with a thought <laughs> Alright well then I'll just I'll talk about this beer for a this bit This is zippier, spicier This is like if something you want to have a Zinfandel with okay. Or substitute for a Zinfandel Oh substitute for a Zinfandel yeah. This is a, kind of reminding me A little bit of the Flavor profile of the first Beer we started with The 21A beer Yeah it's a it's a bigger beer that's got spices added to it. Yeah, but which spices? Don't care. Magic spice. Magic spice. All right. That's what that's what uh, that great movie was all about. David Lynch's least remembered film. Oh yeah. With Sting and Kyle MacLachlan and wasn't you- Kyle MacLachlan in Dune? Yeah, he was when he was in Dune. Yeah, yeah nobody remembers the first version of Dune. <laughs> well, because it ended wrong I never uh, I never read the books Oh I heard that the Golden Compass with the fighting polar bears is much better as a book than it is that, <laughs> that a movie? Than a movie Hey, how did this one get in here? I thought I only put one of them in there You were probably just looped when you were doing it, John No, I wasn't looped <laughs> <laughs> Alright Well, nah. this is the other version of Little St. Nick Original version
1: St. Nick
0: I think I'm going to go with our next beer Which is the orange beer You and I think the same, John I'm thinking we're going someplace Not There's no snow where we're going Yes There's never been snow where we're going snow on top of one of the islands. Oh yeah, it's well. I don't know if it does, but I thought it, I thought it, it did. On the, on the on the Big Island of Hawaii. Uh huh. Up where the telescopes are. Uh huh. It snows, and you can actually ski Hawaii. Do you know it snows up where the telescopes are in San Jose too? Yeah. Have you ever been up? I've been up Mount Hamilton. Wow, it's kind of a far trip. I've driven. No, you want to you want a far trip? I've driven from the Central Valley up To the backside of Mount Hamilton and then down the hill and back into San Jose. Oh, that must taste that's three hours from Highway 5 to San Jose. Wow, that's far. And the amazing thing, what we're talking about is uh, <clears throat> in the 1800s, a rich guy uh, who liked science gave a lot of money to build an observatory uh, for San Francisco. His name was George Lick, yes. Uh, James Lick, James Lick. The freeway is named after him. Oh, yeah. Um, And so they built it on top of a mountain outside of San Jose to make it. And at the time, I think it was like the world's largest. It was big. But it's up on top of this mountain. They graded the road so you could move stuff up there at a 1% or 2% grade, which is crazy. And so all it does is switch back up and down the hill. And you're like looping back on yourself and back on yourself. And now it's just sort of like a really cool science place. Yeah, But – even though it looks very close to San Jose, it takes about an hour and a half to get there because you're just doing switchbacks up and down this hill and through these empty valleys and everything. The telescope's actually still doing real science. Yeah. Um, because of modern CCD technology, um, they don't have to use film. And they're less affected by light pollution. Okay. Um, although the city of San Jose, in its sprawl, hasn't really helped the the telescope up there. You know, I've got the one half of the backside of a matchbook that is a list of everything San Jose has ever done that's good. (laughs) Let's see. Tear down Frontier Village? Yeah. Well, when are are they going to tear down the Winchester House? They'll never tear that down. Elvis lives there. Oh, yeah. Elvis does live there. Have you taken the tour of the Winchester Mystery House? The Winchester Mystery House, for our listeners, is a great local landmark It was built by Sarah Winchester, who was the heir to the Winchester rifle fortune. And she was very much into the occult. And her fortune teller told her, or her soothsayer, or her seer, or whoever it was, um, you'll be fine as long as you keep building onto this house. Don't stop building. Don't stop building. You need to have space for all the souls that were taken by your husband's invention. It's a journey song, you know. Don't, Don't stop, stop, stop building, building about tomorrow. Okay. So you go through this thing, and at the end of the tour, they tell you you've walked a half a mile through this house, and there's stairs that go up to the middle of nowhere, and all sorts of great stuff like that. Um, you see, you've walked a half a mile, but you've only you've seen less than half the house. So that's when I put two and two together and realized that's where Elvis lives. Oh, right. He moved in. But they just built constantly for, I don't know, 30 years or something. Until she finally... In Victorian it. style. It's it's wild. So what do we know about this? Does it taste like coffee? It's awesome. That was good. It tastes lots like coffee. does taste like coffee. Shall I do the reading? Mm-hmm. Since 1994, Kona Brewing Company has been committed to making handcrafted ales and lagers of uncompromised quality. We invite you to visit our brewery and pubs whenever you visit Hawaii. Hollow. Pipeline Porter is a full body with a rich, smooth, dark roasted malt flavor. A selection of premium hops and 100% Hawaiian Kona coffee complete this limited brew. It's Buzz Beer, but from Hawaii. No, remember Buzz Beard from uh, the Drew Carey show? Yeah He built they, a brewery He did In his garage Yeah And they brewed and they distributed beer Totally legal Totally legal <laughs> Exactly Hey, you know what I don't think we've touched on? Big, big, big news Absinthe is legal again in the United States Ah, so here's the uh, the inside scoop on that Yes The distillery opens an hour earlier than is advertised (laughs) to accommodate the locals. Did you make it a that? I'm going. December the 21. Oh, that's next week. This Friday. Uh, I've got an absinthe spoon and an absinthe glass and a bottle of low-grade Czech absinthe from a dear friend of mine. Does it I work? need sugar cubes. You can get those at finer restaurants all over San Francisco. You know, it's back to what makes beer school great. I got absinthe, I got the spoon, I got the glass. I don't have any sugar cubes. What <laughs> am I going to do? Oh, that's right. That's the easy part. <laughs> it's just another lost Sunday afternoon when John and I are sitting around you eating cookies no, and drinking beer. You have no excuse to not have the absinthe in you. I also had a, uh, <laughs> I also had a, a, a discussion. Uh, the local absent from Saint George is going to come out at seventy five bucks a bottle. Yeah, like why are not they charging one hundred and fifty? Right, people will pay one hundred and fifty. It's not like there's a real cost. No, you know if you want the first bottle, well, and that's the thing. You know, I'm I'm going to go over and I'm going to throw down for four bottles. Uh huh. And one of them is going to be, you know, to keep around. One for beer school absinthe. Absinthe, right? One of them is going to be to drink here on the show, Uh and two of them are going to be for keeping or uh, for for friends. Here you go. Have a bottle of absinthe. They're like, where'd you get absinthe? Like magic. magic. A magic across the bay. What? I hate this song. (laughs) <laughs> all right, done. No, boss. no boss We just lost all of our listeners in New Jersey Oh here we go For all you kids out there Who have never seen a Cheech and Chong movie Your homework this week Is to rent a Cheech and Chong movie Or to go out And buy a Cheech and Chong album I'm going to turn this up <laughs> This is a brilliant I'll shut up for this one I have to turn this up Santa Claus, man. You know
3: Santa Claus. Oh man. yeah, man. I played with him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, hey <laughs> man. You think Santa Claus is a groove? Huh? No, it's not a groove, man. Would they break up, man? No, man. It's one guy, man. You know he had he had a red suit on, man, with black patent leather shoes. You know the guy, man. Oh, yeah. <coughs> with Motown, you know? Oh man.
0: Yeah, I with that man. Too. All right. <laughs> no, so much for Bruce Springsteen. No, no. Why do you hate that song? Oh, I hate Bruce Springsteen for the most part. Shh, Shh. Man, you don't know who Santa Claus is, man. Yeah, well,
3: I'm not from here. I'm from Pittsburgh. I don't know too many local dudes. Oh, I see. Well, hey, man, sit back and relax, and I'll tell you the story about Santa Claus, man. Listen, once upon a time about mm, five years ago, there was this groovy dude, and his name was Santa Claus, you know? And he used to live over in the projects with his old lady. They had a pretty good thing together because this old lady was really fine and, and she could cook and all that stuff like that. You know, like she made the best brownies in town, man. Oh, I could remember them now, man. I could eat one of them, man. Wow, wow man. did you know these people, man? Oh, yeah, man. They used to live next door to me, you know, until they got kicked out. They <laughs> you know, like got kicked out of the projects, man? Yeah, you know what happened, man?
0: They used to live with all these midgets, you know? And the midgets used to make a lot of noise, you know, like pounding <laughs> and hammering. Pounding all night, man. Typical uh, freaks. Yeah, Typical really freaks. freaks. As a matter of fact, they all
3: moved up north together, you know? Oh, they to get their together, yeah, get their head together. And they started a, a commune, you know? It was called the uh, Santa Claus and his old lady commune. famous the one. <laughs>
0: they used to sit around and groove all the time. See, I grew up in this era. <laughs> well, this is... It's not Christmas until you play this. And what they did, a lot of goodies, you know. And they had everything they needed. They only needed to come into town maybe once a year or something like that. Pick up the welfare check and the food stamps. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, what they did, man, is once a year when they made all the goodies, you know, used to put them in welfare a- check and food stamps. That's where I grew up.
3: Top, ooh, clean. That sounds like a hip snowmobile, man. No, no, it wasn't a snowmobile. It was a sled, you know? One of those big sleds, you know? And he, and he used to have it pulled by some reindeers, you know? Like reindeers? Some, what, some reindeers, you know? He used to hook them onto the sled, and then he used to stand up inside the sled and hold onto the
0: reins, and then call Yo, Chico! On
3: Donner, on on Chewy, on Tavo. Come on, you to take off into the sky and fly across the sky, man. Wow, man. That's far out <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow, man. <laughs> fly across the sky. He used to come down to places like yo, Chicago, L.A., Nueva York, you know, and all those places, you know, and then land on top of people's roofs. And then old Santa Claus would make himself real small, you know, like a real small guy. And he'd come down the chimney and then he would give you all the stuff that he made, man. And do this, man. He did it all in one night, man. That's I did. That. Oh well man he took the freeway, how else? Man? <laughs> no man. How did he do all that other stuff? Like how did he make himself small, man? how did he like how did he get the reindeer off the ground, man? Oh, well man, he had some dust, man. it's a magic dust, man. A magic dust, you know, he used to give a little bit to the
2: reindeer, a
3: little
1: bit to Santa Claus, a little bit to the A little bit water. to the reindeer, a little bit to Santa Claus. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm off, man. Are you kidding me? And they flew all the way around the world, man. <laughs>
3: hey, that's far out. Man. Hey, how come I've never met this dude? man? Oh, man, he doesn't do that bit anymore. man. He got too dangerous. Man. Yeah, I can dig that, man, because that's a dangerous bit. Oh, yeah, it <laughs> sure was, was, man. Like, just two years ago, man, he got stopped at the border, you know, and they took him into another room and took off his clothes, man, and searched him, and searched his bag of goods. <laughs> flying through the air, somebody took a shot at his reindeer, you know? Yeah, it really was, man. And then, man, he went down southland and they tried to cut off his hair and his beard, man. And all the time he was getting stopped and pulled over and asked for his ID, man.
0: Just, just everywhere he went, he ran into two sounds like now. Man. Yeah, it's just 30 years old. I know. Repression. Repression. Recession,
3: man. It's all the same thing, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's a drag, man. You sure use Around,
0: man. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, but he
3: comes in disguises now. Man. Oh, he went underground, yeah, underground. Man, I can dig it. Yeah, but you want to see the disguise, man? Nobody would ever know it was him, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's got a job in front of the department store, ringing this bell and playing this tambourine next to the <laughs> black pot, you know. Oh, I seen the dude. Yeah, yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Man. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Was <laughs> last year, <laughs> yeah, we. In front of a store, man, we made a lot
0: oh, of hey, it. Santa Claus is not a musician, man. I'm here, man. That cat didn't know anything. <laughs> oh wait, wait a minute. Oh, he's not at all, man. Yep. Cheech that and chong. Cat, that cat didn't know anything. That cat didn't know anything. Uh, so like kids, it. go out and find some Cheech and Chong. Up in smoke. Or Cheech and Chong's next movie. <laughs> Pendejo, it meets friend. <laughs> I want to give you my herpes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's okay, man. No, I want to give you my herpes. Oh, God. <laughs> the long lost Star Wars Christmas album. Of course, of course. George Lucas, dirty whore. <laughs> Christmas in the stars. Christmas in oh God. The stars. What a merry Christmas. <laughs> Christmas in the stars! Christmas in the stars! <laughs> or Christmas on a Hawaii. <laughs> Christmas. Monoclocky okay. lady means the oh, island way to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this gets a pass. This is, uh, I like this. I don't know that I want to drink a whole six pack of it. Oh my gosh, this is the worst thing ever. Not the beer, the song. <laughs> How could you, R2? Oh, my God. (laughs) I think, of course I'm straight. Just because I'm a big golden robot with this accent. (laughs) Oh, master, master, master. All the the options that R2 had. Uh Uh-huh. We didn't see all of them. We didn't know why R2 was hanging out with Princess Leia most of the time. Ah. Exactly. Except... R two won't be having a cookie because he can't. He can project holograms, though. He can. He could project holograms of cookies so that everyone can have a real fake cookie. I still have my uh, my those big walking things from the second Star Wars. Oh, uh, Imperial walkers! I have an Imperial walker that's like that big. Wow! Yeah, you have it in your living room? No, it's in the closet, put away. Somebody gave it to me as a joke gift. Some joke, huh? Yes. <laughs> Although I've always been looking to re it, John. <laughs> it could go right there. <laughs> it would bother everyone. Like, why do you have would an it? Imperial Walker? Okay, I'll, I'll see if I can <laughs> grab it out of the closet when we go closet cleaning. Like, Unless I've already regifted it. I don't think I have, though. You would notice if you didn't have an Imperial Walker in your closet. Box. It's a box. Yeah. It comes in the box. Like, every Ooh. good toy that I have comes in the box. That's even better. <laughs> you could just get that look that when I said that I gave all my old concert shirts to Salvation Army. <laughs> you did what? <laughs> yeah, you did what? Um, all right, so we have... A- I didn't need my, my Diver Down Van Helen concert shirt. Big line with the sunglasses yeah. on it. So which uh, one's next? I think the one closer to you. Oh, Reindeer Beer. Yes. That's a goofy looking reindeer. So in just there. so everyone knows, this is not Rainier. Rainier beer. Not reindeer beer. Proper. R2 disagrees with you, John. Uh, this is a really cool opener. Yeah. R2. R2 is that same noise that the uh CBS. What was that called, the man. news program that they did on during Saturday morning cartoons? Remember that? Yeah. Because ABC at Schoolhouse Rock, CBS. Had like that there was the the news, spinning globe. The news minute. And it made the sound like R2D2. Oh
2: yeah.
1: Alright. This is this, this
0: bare naked ladies? No, this is more Jonathan Colton's. So this is more Rudolph's Revenge Winter Ale Oh no, not more Uh, It's uh, Cropton Brewing And it's called Rudolph's Revenge And Cropton is
3: From
1: Sounds
0: English It's from the East Coast So it's almost English Uh, This is uh, uh, Cropton, UK Is it the East Coast of Britain? No, the singer is from the East Coast. Oh, the beer is from the UK. I was going to say, except for the label, it doesn't. It looks like an American label with the stupid-looking bloated reindeer. Ooh, this beer has traveled. It has that um, has that bitey. I've traveled taste. Also, I think they're. um, They're, they're claiming that uh, <coughs> Rudolph's nose is red right because he was drunk. Oh. I don't think the uh, ATF will let you get away with that in this country. Nope. I have to wait. First I should probably take a sip before I do a reading. <coughs> Woof. That's not the sound of a reindeer. Ale has been brewed in the tiny village of Crompton on the very edge of Crompton Forest since 1613. See, first of all, they have to hold it over their heads that they're so much older than we are. Yeah. By the time Rudolph and his chums had pulled the fully laden sleigh all the way from Lapland to North Yorkshire in the freezing night air, the weary reindeer could be forgiven for making the diversion for the village of Crompton, where he was delighted to find ample supplies of a new ale named in his honor. That's honor with a U. Yeah, they so always this add, is authentic They always add the extra U You know why? No because the pound does so well against the dollar They can afford all these extra random vowels Yeah, well, you know, pound could be spelled with no U's Like when I pound somebody's face in. Santa, however, was less than delighted to find his key worker's nose glowing even redder than usual <laughs> And presents delivered to the wrong addresses if they got there at all Love the idea of presents being delivered to the wrong place I know What's Santa complaining about? Christmas random Christmas act Christmas of random. Santa's a pissed off old man. Obviously. So Mrs. Claus used to be hot? Christmas not anymore. Although he's, you know, duty bound more not more to top rain. on a... Not, so, <laughs> so he's duty bound not to... You know, a lot of the female elves come on to Santa and he's duty bound to leave them alone because he's a decent old Saint Nick. Right. And so that, you know, sometimes it's a little bit grumpy that Rudolph's out there stopping into the pubs, getting some Rudolph ale. So, in that, yeah, some Rudolph ale. So, you know that one animated where Chris Kringle shows up and he beats Mrs. Claus? The the creepy uh, claymation stuff? Yeah. 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 And, and Mrs. Claus is hot. Uh huh. And then they, they cut to the commercial and then they come back and then Mrs. Claus is white hair. cigarette. White hair. Oh. And really not looking hot anymore. Okay, yeah. That was a big disappointment. Aww. <clears throat> I like this. I don't think it's I don't think this is an effective travel. I think this is what they were going for. Okay. Um but yeah, it's definitely a sharp sort of shock to the face. It's kind of, you know, kind of got of a well, so I want to. Although it might be a little bit sour, I want to describe it as a metallic taste. I can see that, but there's a bit of sour going on, and there's some figgy. Oh yeah, fig. Um, no, it's not fig. It's oh, there's fig. fig. Before you taste the the first thing you taste before anything else comes in is fig. Um, dates. Fig, fig is no my, dates. Dates and figs are pretty much the same thing. No, dates are, are, and figs are, okay. uh, for the folks at home, <laughs> that's good. Adrian. I'm staring at John and tapping my foot. <laughs> he can't even tell I'm tapping my foot. <laughs> no, I can't. I gotta look under the table. Foots are not tapping. There's no tapping foots. That's because I stopped. Okay. Well, my disgust has dissipated. I see. Oh, this is the darkness oh, God. <laughs> Anybody can do a Christmas song and get airplay. I know, but this is the darkness. This is... I'm leaving it. they got love!
1: <laughs>
0: it's art. It's what? It's art. It is art. It is the darkness. Have you seen a picture of the guy who sings? No. He must he must look like every other guy who sings like this. Looks that. like this. Yeah. yeah, I only put this here because, you know, you and Jesse's obsession with the darkness. It's not an obsession, it's a healthy fascination. Alright. Uh, healthy Electric Six is an obsession. Oh yeah, that would be an obsession. <laughs> Same genre, though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So out of all the Christmas beers this year, John, what do you find to be the most pleasurable? Well, I think the beer that I'm going to go get again is going to be Celebration from Sierra. Uh, I was having a conversation with... Steve, with Steve from Tornado Oh,
2: that's Steve. You
0: know, yeah. And uh, how cool would it be if Sierra Nevada, who doesn't do any advertising, hired Cool in the Gang to come out? Or wait, I may have gotten this. No, it was Cool in the Gang who did Celebration. Yeah, in their full-on 1980s outfits. Come Come on, on. and just do that—an ad for Sierra Nevada Celebration. <clears throat> wow Yeah And like you know Gigantic glowing capes And all that stuff Gigantic glowing capes 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 Not cakes Yes Remember the, the A's Use that as one of their themes you, They played that constantly At the Oakland Coliseum Yeah Every baseball team At some point did It was a bargain You know They With the devil Yeah the devil being cool in the gang. Yep. And they went to every market.
2: Hey, hey. Hey, hey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't do South Park. Oh. They should do a South Park me? about how cool in the gang are the devil. Eh, can't mean. Uh if uh, what, Trey Anastasio and Stone Parker or uh, Anastasia and Stone Parker. <laughs> if you Matt, guys are listening, <laughs> you mean Matt and Trey? Yeah, Matt. <laughs> we want to. We want to be on South Park. Anastasia and Stone Parker. <laughs> oh, okay. So all the Fish fans instantly hate us. No, Fish fans love me. Well, but we just made fun of Trey Anastasia. No, we made fun of. And Stone Parker. Trey, what's his name from that tray? That Trey. All right. It's well, intermission. We, it's we've intermission. This before. All right. It's intermission. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back. Listen quietly
1: me and I don't to the floor. He said, Happy Christmas, give us some money. Don't mess around with those city toys. We'll beat you up. I don't wanna So i want So I'm gonna scatter all the kids
0: down the street. And Father Christmas, give us some money. We got no time for your city toys. we well, be chopped if you don't hand yeah. it over. We want your bread, so go make us a give, give all the toys, toys to the little rich boys. Oh, jeez. We don't have to drink this. <laughs> I'm thinking our current beer will go well with salmon. Oh, perfect. Very,
1: very I'm gonna
0: take the one that's time. caked in. Thank you. <laughs> Should be beer. Not drinking down your wine. Mmm. Welcome back, everyone, to a very, very, very special Oddly Beer School. What we're opening next (coughs) is the Scaldus Noel, a Belgian special ale. Um, Hmm, We have notes. Yes, we do. They're all hidden. Buy more Beer, beer, beer. And more beer. I like the one you got here, John, wrapped in the paper. Oh, it's not wrapped in just any paper. It's wrapped in the celebrator. Nope. Northwest Beer News? No, <laughs> it is. I can tell those ads. All right. You're in charge of talking about Let's called us. So I'm going to have some more salmon. This is a beer that's a Belgian beer, and it's a uh, Scaldis Noel. Am I pronouncing that right? <laughs> Scaldis, I think. I'm not Scaldis. sure, though. Scaldis. Could be Scaldis. Neumann Newman, who gives a damn? Scaldis Noel. S-C-A-L-D-I-S. You know, there's uh, a lot of things that I've said incorrectly. And uh, it's been said by Wine Spectator... Perfect after dinner. Try it with something small and sweet and say (laughs) truffle or praline. It's a 12.5% beer, or 12% beer, and uh, it's been, this brewery has been in business since 1769, long time. What else we know about this thing? That's longer than there's been a Cinco de Mayo. Oh, yeah. Fifth of May. Do you know the story of that?
2: Mm-hmm. Cinco de Mayo? Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, here's the uh, Michael Jackson's comments. Uh, <clears throat> Scaldus is, has a chewy but nutty maltiness and superb balance of clean, dry, aromatic hoppiness in the finish, with Golding's influence very evident. Is that the right? No, that's not the Noel. That's just one of the other beers. Duh. Ooh, I gotta finish the other thing. First. Man, that Sam was good. <clears throat> um, it comes from this country called Belgium. Yeah, that exists between the world's greatest friends, known as the Netherlands, Germany, and France. Supposedly red, amber. Part color. of part of uh, the country speaks German. Part of the country speaks French. Part of the country speaks Dutch. And there's another part that speaks Walloon. So I got this beer because of the cool label. It's shiny. It's sparkly. And also it's a well-known traditional Belgian Christmas beer. Yeah. It's blue and red and gold <laughs> and sparkly shiny shiny exactly have you tried it yet i'm about to pick it up and bring it well to my i'm list. just going to keep on the color. talking while you drink your beer for wow the First time big gooey gooey nose really yes gooey nose no <clears> you've <throat> never described something as a gooey sticky, sticky sticky gooey okay just like it smells like candy it smells like you're boiling or you're up what do you do to make sugar? You don't boil it. You like. You have to heat it up. Right. So you basically have. It smells to. like burning sugar. So you take the the uh, sugar cane or the sugar You do beans, a double like pot. You heat, you. you heat it up. That breaks it down. Then you got to uh, put water in it. This is like drinking alcoholic cotton candy. Wow. It's. The nose is amazing. <laughs> Holy crap! I just want to drink. I just want to smell this. Like all yeah. day. See now, now you see what I'm saying. It's wow. like, it's like you you've you've fallen into the cotton candy machine. Not that a lot of places like ballparks have cotton candy machines. They just come in gigantic sacks, right, from the cotton candy factory. But I remember where they they would take the paper cone and spin it in a circle around the machine that was blowing molten sugar at it. It just takes electricity to make that work. That's what this is talking about. Wow, and I good. think the salmon did a really good job of resetting our tongues. Yeah, because we had, had the coffee, the, we had the coffee porter beforehand. Coffee no, porter no, no, and no, the, the, reindeer ra- the reindeer, right? And the salmon, the salmon gives a coating of oil. Oh yeah, because it was relatively mellow. It, it's like a, it's like a uh, more of a lox. This is fabulous. Fabulous, I think so too. <laughs> you know, if you start out with the, we've been going in the right order, I think. Well, here's the thing: if we would have started with this, we would have left to go get more of this. <laughs> <laughs> we would have left the microphones on. We would have had the Dell Pod playing, and that's how it would have rolled. Yeah. But uh, as it is, well, this is also a beer though that you you want to have about a you know third of a liter of a bottle worth. Yeah, and call it good. Well, it's the end of the night kind of beer. Right. There's uh, some amazing chocolate or there's a pear or there's an apple or there's something that's, you know, like the one last bit of food that you're going to eat before you go home. This is the beer to have that with. And it's it. Don't. Did you get it stuck? Yeah, I got it stuck on the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> the microphone obviously has been listening and it wants some. Here, Mr. Microphone. That'd be bad. Yeah, for the microphone. No, this is the this is this though is a good example of why I get Belgian beer fatigue. Why is that? There's so much going on. It's Mm. so heavy and it's it's delicious. But say we were just going of beers of this caliber, and we had like four five. If we did this back to back to back to back, yeah, you just roll over uh, and want to die. You would just say, "Wow, I can't, I can't drink another beer." That's true. Well, which is funny because, like, this, which is the same amount, I'm, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to compare the two of these, right? You could drink nine or ten of the winter lagers. Right. I don't know why you'd want to, but you could, and you can drink one of these. Yeah. And, however, this, the winter these, bo- the, the winter, winter Gordon the winter box, called Kind of, you know, they're kind of in the same vein. Kind of in the same vein, but I think if you if you had a sip of the Winterbach after the Scaldus oh, Noel, you wouldn't like it. You would think it was insipid and weak. Yep. This beer is moss macho, and I'm probably drinking about an ounce at a time out of the glass, as opposed to my standard rate of consumption. This is just sippy, sippy, sippy. Enjoy. It's amazing. It's what the Belgians do? They concentrate it down. And if if you guys out there are going out to a store, and you come across this beer on a shelf, and it says six dollars a bottle, don't for gulp. a little teeny tiny bottle. Don't gulp. You'll take one home, and you'll realize why they're getting six bucks for that. Yeah. Well, here's the here's the difference. This one was six ninety nine a, a six pack. This was seven dollars for one bottle. Yeah. And there's a huge difference between the beers, time and amount of ingredients, time and amount not of, well this not goes, variety of ingredients. This goes back to that idea that we talked about with the home brewer. The home brewer doesn't care what a, what the cost to make that beer yeah, make is making ten or twenty you know gallons. Right, you know the guy's going to make. Let's say he makes sixty gallons of that beer. Hopefully he's married or has another two couple of adults in their house so that he doesn't blow his whole beer budget for the year on brewing 60 gallons of that. But that would be worthwhile. Right. Or just with uh, – I think we were originally talking about it in terms of adding fresh fruit yeah. to a brew. And where you might be able to go to the farmer's market and buy, I think my example was $50 worth of raspberries mm-hmm. to brew five gallons of beer. <laughs> if you scale that up <laughs> – Oh, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't right. work when you scale that up to a, even a microbrew. Right. Jim Cook will be calling you going, can we use extract? No. No. you got to use 50 gallons per five gallons. Did your dad use extract when he knocked your mama up? I don't think so. <laughs> wow. No wonder you're the way you are. <laughs> you did use extract. Oh. <laughs> well, There's nothing wrong we with that. We try to be nice to everybody. There's nothing wrong with extract, per se. Oh, no. Extract, I, I was thinking uh, – well, no, with fruit, I think there's a problem with fruit extract. Mm-hmm. Uh, extract brewing, Pacific Coast, does an interesting job of making beer all extract, which means you skip your first step, which is making your gooey mess. Right. You're not squishing the berries. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I completely understand what you're saying, but anybody who is even slightly confused by the last comment just ignore it and everything will work out fine. Or go back to where I explained the real brewing process that they don't want you to know. Um, but no with fruit, I think you have to be pretty true with fruit. Yeah. Well, in the as we were told earlier this year by uh renowned our, our, expert our, by our renowned expert who used Fruit from concentrate, they found that they couldn't just put the concentrate in the batch of beer. They had to concentrate it back to its original volume. That makes sense. For it to work. Otherwise, it was the the scales were all off. Yeah. So if anybody's brewing that kind of beer. Do people who listen to the show actually brew? Yeah. So I know that I'm pretty much the one person on Brewing Networks forum that doesn't brew. Well, you know, I I have brewed, and I've said this. And oh, I'm, we both brew, but I don't. But I don't brew on a regular <clears throat> basis. It's a, you know the irregular basis. Let's let's decline the verb brew. No, How does that work? Yeah, but no, people. I uh, brew. I have brewed. The butch- I will brew. the butchers listen to the show, of course. You uh, know why? The high quality. Yes, exactly. And the fact that we were playing great music during the beginning of the show. And we got really expensive microphones. And we have this beer that they can't have. They can find that. Scaldus Noel. Yeah. They can go to, uh, you know where they'll have this in L.A. Is uh, the Lucky Stuffed Baldwin's. Sand- Lucky Baldwin's or the Stuffed Sandwich Shop. Yeah. And they go to Lucky Baldwin's for lunch every day. They told me. Uh, don't remind me. I want to go follow those boys around for a day. That would be fun. Probably wouldn't be as interesting as following you or me around for a day. Following me around for a day is not as exciting as everyone thinks. <laughs> <laughs> However, I, I will say this: Wednesday and or Thursday are pretty fun days. Okay.
1: I was around this I'm afternoon
0: because I'm doing a lot. Okay. Um, and uh, is that laundry day? No, that's that's recording <laughs> everything day. Okay, and so there's a lot of research that's going on. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, reading that's going. I could I, you could actually help out. Um, somebody could sort out the the articles as they come out of the printer, staple them together so that they're there. Make sure that the double sidedness of the printer is not actually happening. Hate double sided. Because you hate the earth, John. No, it's really hard to read when you're when you're trying to reference something. When you're trying to figure out which side of the paper. Well, if you had an intern, they could bind it into little books with tabs for every topic with different colors. And the front page would have a color for all the topics and tabs. You just yeah, look so right then I go. would have the facts ready to go. It's all about laying out information in a manner for people to easily find. Yeah, and I don't get laid very often. What does that have to do <laughs> with you said laying, laying out information? Out? John. <laughs> if anybody's made it this far... And oh, they listen straight through. And you're bugged by that joke. Send the stripper l- comes in in an hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. That's another show. Um, no, but it's about an hour. Are, Are we you, just staring at the other bottles? Yeah, we're figuring out which one's next. We're not going to open all three. No, we're going to open... Well, okay, so here's what we have. What's the one that's wrapped in the paper? That's from the Empire State Building. Uh, I haven't even talked to her. Shout a out to Michelle's mom! <laughs> What is that? You don't even know because it's still wrapped in paper. No, Michelle told me what it was. Did she say it was good? It's an old Red Nose Holiday Ale from Heartland Brewery. I've been to Heartland. It's in the Empire State Building. It's also on Union Square in New York. Do they brew their beer at the Empire State Building or do they truck it in? I would assume they truck it in. They brew it at the Union Square place. They have, what is it, Champagne Frambois? Yeah. Or no, strawberry fern bra. They have a really, really, really good fruit beer at pub. at Heartland. Also, Heartland's nice because if you're in New York in the summer, yeah. The the uh Heartland location on Union Square is refrigerated down to like about fifty five degrees inside. It's fantastic. Perfect. They also do a good I is it a either a Kohl's or an alt, a really good nice light German style beer. Mm-hmm. Um they have a couple of locations. The Union Square one is just the one I always go to. All right. Well, we don't have to open that now. I want to look at it. The other beer that we have is <laughs> – I like this. There's two other beers we have. We have Allagash Grand Cru. Uh-huh. Hold on a second. Can you talk? Yeah, I can talk. Um, heartland has got this great label. That we're talking about here. It's got a St. Bernard, it looks like, with uh, antlers. There are candles on all the antlers. And it's uh, like elk or moose antlers where you get the gigantic uh, sheet of antlerness. Um, and the dog's just got this great red nose and his little red tongue hanging out. And he's got his paw hanging over. Although the paw is rendered to look like a human, human hand. And he's wearing a, a garland of holly berries. And it says at the bottom for a little extra blitzen, eight percent alcohol by volume. I like how they put that a little, little extra blitzen. I like how they put the foil on the top of that. I like everything about that. Is there still any reindeer beer in that? Yes. All right, I'll have some of that. Okay, I will pass that to you, John. We also have some Kona beer left. Oh, that's good too. Now I'm sticking with the the Rudolph's Revenge Winter Ale.
2: Run, run, Rudolph. Run, run, Rudolph.
0: It's interesting because I'm used to the full-on California winter, which it's not even raining. Right. Uh, Never gets snow. No, unless you go to Mount Hamilton or somewhere on. But that's only once or twice a year anyway. I know. If that. Well, you go to Tahoe, you get a lot of snow when it does snow. Right. So then we have uh, two other beers that we could possibly try out. The Allagash Grand Cru, or the Omegon Chocolate Indulgence. I'm much more excited about the Allagash. Okay. May I? Yes, you may. Begin the unbinding. Begin the unbinding. <clears throat> we this had is- we had Allagash. Uh, when uh, Dr. Bill was on the show. Oh, when I was on the cleanse. Yeah, when you were on the cleanse, you didn't get to try the, the Allagash that day. So here we have a, uh, we got a cage and a cork, and we're going to pop the cork to get the beer out. Very uh, standard for a lot of uh, Belgian beers. Right. A heavier bottle because it's probably under pressure. It's bottle conditioned. There's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of yeast down on the bottom of that bottle. I used I used conditioner this morning. Oh. Ah. I don't know. I don't use conditioner every day though. Just some days. Ooh is gonna fly okay gonna put my safety glasses on safety glasses on (laughs) good good thing i did it went straight up and hit the lights and it landed in john's lap (laughs) (laughs) as soon and i rarely feel that when i go to pop one of these but as soon as i moved it, i'm like oh man nasa had something to do with this beer (laughs) just for the record NASA didn't have anything to do with this. Period. No, no, not at all. I'm thinking this is sort of a Belgian golden. It's nice color, nice head. Well, it says on the side, we brew this golden-colored Belgian-style.
1: Uh, I didn't even see that before. Each I year
0: that. in limited quantities, so it is a. I still have a bit of Rudolph's revenge left, and then I'll be able to try.
1: It. Run, run, Rudolph.
0: So, what do we know about Allegash Brewery? Uh, it comes from the other side of the country, somewhere—the uh, side of the country that I like to call the East Coast. <laughs> the East Coast. All- is Allagash upstate as no, well as Portland, Maine? Bottled I, and I didn't say upstate Maine. New York. I was going to say upstate Maine. But,
1: but it's, I'm lying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Allegash is uh, Portland. Okay, the other Portland. Omagon. Is the so Portland without all the strip? Omagon is East upstate Coast. New York. Yeah. Well, th- that's why you got confused. Maine is East Coast, but that's not where this is from. This is from Portland. Oh, it is from. M- I'm sorry, Portland, me. Yes, John. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I just saw Port- I saw Portland and I stopped reading, and then you saw me and you started thinking about yourself. <laughs> Portland, me. I'm gonna play I'm gonna play Me Bruce Springsteen if you don't
1: <laughs> we. Yeah,
0: yeah that's that's how we're going out. Yes. Drop the top in my top top forty no fifties right. in the Allagash East Coast beer. Yes. This is batch eighteen, Portland, Maine. That means they've made eighteen of these. Yeah, I'm stating the obvious. That's a Belgian golden. So it says, uh, might go well with a pate, sausage, or hearty lamb dish. Allagash Grand Cru is perfect complement to the cooler seasons. I'm going to put another log on the fire. All right. Log is, log is going. Uh, I can totally see this with pate. It almost tastes like pate. Peppermint pâté. Just kidding. Charlie Brown's girlfriend. Have you had it yet? No, you're still on the No, I'm still drinking the reindeer. The Rudolph's Tastes like a Belgian. Tastes exactly like it looks like it should. All right, enough of that. I'm not sure what my spices are. Hmm. I'm not good with spices. Okay, hold on. I think there's some Chinese Five Spice and a little bit of MSG in this. <laughs> That'd be good. Brew a beer with like MSG. Chinese Five Spice and a little curry and some MSG. You order lots. You like. <laughs> Does it have pork in it? Ah, pork. It's not too spicy. Ah, spicy pork. Wow, old, this is really good. It's an old Bobby Slayton routine. This is better than the Rudolph's Revenge. It is. I think my favorite so far is the Scaldus. Well, of course. That's the most complex and the oldest brewery of the t- on the table. I'm complex and old. Not as old as that brewery. That's true. Unless... I am. Uh, I might be 400 years old. I might be 14,000 years old. 14,000? <laughs> so you're like a dinosaur. I am not a dinosaur. I never even hung out with the dinosaurs. Interesting. So, kids, you wow, know, one thing some, there's one th- some crazy spices that are going on in this. Yeah. And I, mean, I can't it, figure them out. Like it's just all over. I like their scary woods on the label, like creepy trees, but with oh yeah, creepy with trees like friendly colored leaves. But then that's like a then, stream. With and, a, and then there's a ghost underneath. There's, there's a ghost? the scary trees. I don't see the ghost. It looks like a It looks like a river, but it's a ghost. Oh, you still think there are aliens in the in the stove hood at twenty one A? The twenty one aliens are totally there. Except not at Christmas. Run, run, Except not off. during the holidays, because yeah, they put change up colors. Because they put up all the lights, and the aliens sort of—they're scared of the lights. They change. Well, there's also those uh, those stockings hung on the hood with care, in hopes that Philip soon will be back. Philip's never coming back. When was the last time we saw that guy? No, not that Philip. Oh, the other Philip? Yes. Which not? Friend? Hi, I'm Philip. I just need my Cosmo and read my book. No, the other Philip, the guy who—that's who, that's my Cleveland, my the Cleveland voice. The guy who drank. The guy who drank. Yeah, that Philip. That's what I'm saying. I just need my Cosmo and. He never drank Cosmos. He always was drinking. Tanqueray chilled. Was it? Yeah, he called it a martini, but it was Tanqueray chilled in a martini glass with a twist of uh, lemon, and the twist of lemon was, like, nine miles long. I remember that. And it bothered all the bartenders because they had to, like, make this thing that was eight inches long out of a lemon. John, if you're telling people this is eight inches, that's, like, two feet. No, see, it's your perspective. See, by the time you look over here, you're like, oh, yeah, that's about eight inches. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that... that. I could wear that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that bottle cage is not anywhere near as large. Hey, hey, what is this, the Brewing Network? <laughs> are the duck boats still f- uh, floating into the water over there? Yeah, it's fun. To wa- and you can hear them go by because the announcer guys are going, yeah, quack, right, 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 quack, 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 Just one of the joys of living in San Francisco. Uh-huh. The duck boats are new, though, in the last two years or so. Yeah, because when I was working on my project in 2004... That I just reprised there recently. There were no duck boats. There were no duck boats or else I could have taken pictures of them, put them in a report and go, you really think this is going to be valid tr- public transportation? <laughs> Pardon me. Oh, wow. Should I do that off Mike? Uh too late now. Is, is Santa bringing you cough buttons at some point? Yeah, we're getting to house soon. I've been saying that, you know, there's mold on the top of this cork. I think it's rust. It looks like mold. Look at the inside of the oh, cage. Yeah, it does. It's rust. So, are we completely out of uh, material no. for the uh, for this? No. Yeah. No, we have uh, homework to do. Do we? Yep. Peace and joy and love. The homework is beer. Have you lit all your Hanukkah candles? Have you spun? Don't the dreidel? light them all at once. That's bad luck. You spun your dreidel. I got spun once. Dreidel, dreidel had nothing dreidel, to do with dreidel, being out of clay. Nothing. I know. Had nothing to do with being spun. And the homework, the homework. is beer. No, the homework is like staring at the corked thing and going, "Huh? How do they get it in this shape? Do they shave it this way, or do they?" I think I know what. squish no, It this way. I think it explodes when it comes out. This nearly good thing. I have my safety glasses on. Yeah. The homework. Can I take it? Can I take a a smack at the homework? You may find a Christmas beer and have it as part of your Christmas dinner. That's easy. That's I would say you can have wine and everything else, but sometime during the night, take take a take a beer, and if it's a mellower thing, I mean, for everybody who's out there, we can go back and forth between Gordon beers and Sam Adams, um, and then expand it to probably Sierra Celebration, and if you go ABC Anchor, Anchor Christmas ABC. Sam Adams is A for the lightest oh, yeah, thing yeah. you're going to find. Gordon Beach is the B. And us. Sierra Celebration from a show, ago, two shows ago, um, is hoppier and bigger than all those. And depending on what you're having, try to throw that in with your Christmas, whether it's at the cocktail hour ahead of time or during the meal, and see how it works out. And if you're lucky enough, to like us, to go out and find some of this other stuff, on the 26th or the 23rd or whenever, get some of your friends together and pop open some beers and have some cookies. Gingerbread cookies would be nice.
1: You didn't have any gingerbread I cookies. I
0: know. Well, we had to go to the donut shop because Tennessee's was closed. Yeah, but we had these really good cookies. The oatmeal was really going well with uh, the Rudolph beer. Yeah. It went awesome with uh, the Belgian beer the Gordon Biersch was going off with the chocolate chip cookie. But basically, uh, step two is, or homework two, is uh, grab some Christmas beer if you can, sit around with your buddies, and eat some cookies and drink some beer, and have a happy holiday staring at the tree, and being thankful, and all that stuff. Yeah, being thankful that there's still power for the tree. (laughs) Seriously. Have you seen the Midwest? No, freezing sheets of ice, Bummer. razor thin, are coming down and killing people in the street. I'm just assuming that's what real winter is like. <laughs> Have you, you know, I think it's. I think it's. I grew, 50 below zero. I grew up in sheets the sheets of ice. It's like breaking glass. It's like if you go outside, it's like walking through a shower of broken glass that lasts all day long. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes what happens is you might actually get an ice storm, which is worse than a snowstorm. It's when it rains and then it freezes on everything. So the stop sign is inca- encased in ice, the trees are encased in ice, the houses are encased in ice, and then this stuff, as you said, it starts falling and it, it <laughs> hurts. Uh, I have missed out on so much of living from especially when the sun co- it's when the sun comes up, the sun hits the ice, the ice melts and it falls, and it's like these little yep. chandelier. Javelin pieces that fall. I've seen. I've seen icicles up in Tahoe. Those are. You can get killed by an icicle. I know. That's why people heat their gutters. That makes better icicles. I don't know. It's just when I heard heated gutters, I'm like, God! If yeah. you just built the house right, you wouldn't have to have the heated gutter. You don't. Basically, over your front. I'm going to use my hands. Over your front door, you don't have the roof sloped down to end over where you need to get in and out of the no, house. No, you have it, like, bend up to you slope it. You have it the other way. But if people don't understand why we have sloped roofs in the first place. <clears throat> well, a lot of people think that a sloped roof is all about aesthetics, not about forcing right. water to go to where the water needs to go. Right. You know, it's like, oh, if you want the house that looks like that, then be prepared for the house It's gonna leak like that. How do we relate that to beer? Uh, Icicles. I was just thinking. You're gonna get killed before we. You're gonna get killed by the ice. All right, ice, ice, baby, man. That guy got listed as one of the top ten most annoying comeback albums ever. Really? Actually, not comeback albums. It was even better. It was albums. I'll have to put the link up for this. It was albums. Worst best of albums ever. R he looks like a Borg. Yeah, and so Vinyl Ice, it's like, what was was the name of the thing in uh, X-Men? Where they went to talk to the mutants. The Cybris or something like that? I don't know. It's been many years since I've seen that movie. All right, I think we've wrapped this up. We have. We still have a whole half a bottle of Allagash left. Are we doing one next week? We can. Is it what day is it? Oh, we'll be the at the tamale party. We'll be at the tamale party. We could do it live from the tamale party with a phaser and not edit it. Is the secret is Secret Brewer gonna be there? No, Secret Brewer won't be there. Is any brewer gonna be there? Thor. Thor used to brew. Thor used to brew. He's got Oh the, and, and Steve he's, will has got be, Steve will be there. Oh cool. So Steve and, and Thor. And Honey Brews at Brew It Yourself Place. Nice. So we'll take the taser. Part three. We'll take the taser. Uh-huh. We'll take a bunch of beers, better holiday beers, and we'll uh-huh. do holiday beer part three. Okay. And it'll be not anything like this. It'll be louder. <laughs> Winner of you children. Okay, all right. All right, so uh, we only have one last thing to say What's on that? beer school, and that is. Class. Class dismissed. Excellent. Excellent. You know the bell is still weird. Really? Yeah, it's that sleigh bell. Bell. It's it's it's, it's cold. Hmm. Maybe the bell warped. Nope. I think they're attached to horses. <laughs> the Clydesdales? The Clydesdales. Those. Have you ever seen those horses up close? Yeah. They're so cool. Have you seen the parade of beer wagons at Oktoberfest? All pulled by horses. Never been to Oktoberfest Oh, okay Just put it in perspective <laughs> Do they fly, the, do they fly the, do the Clydesdales? No, they wouldn't let this <laughs> No, but all the breweries have horse-drawn beer wagons And all the horses are wearing all sorts of decorations and wreaths How fun And they're fun carrying is that? wooden barrels of beer And they're like, what, seven or eight breweries They're doing real work, those horses Yeah they're not just like out there playing football in a field, like we see on TV. That ad is on our uh, YouTube thing, is it? Yep. I can get the one where it's a bunch of guys. It's basically guys in the locker room showering, and it's <laughs> some South American beer or something. <laughs> well, if you, I'll uh, make sure that you have the passwords. I will work on that so that you can uh, post them to the favorites of the of uh, our show, our channel. Of our thing, our media empire, John. Our media empire is about to get bigger. Good. I will not be happy until you've conquered the world. Well, the world and I'm riding on your coattails. The world is at our fingertips, and if I get this deal to happen, (laughs) I know the song we have to end with. What's that? Frankie goes to Hollywood. The world is my oyster. Oh yeah! Shout that in the middle yeah well, okay we'll end with that. Should we end with the uh the other song or should we just talk about that Whee! Whee! <laughs> oh my gosh that's... don't you have an input all those plugs and cables and crap you've got on that thing. What yeah about... oh, the del pod doesn't plug in. The del pod doesn't plug in uh... there's no I don't have the right cable for that. John, I've seen the boxes of junk you have around here. I don't have the right cable. I've got a... What do you need? Eighth to half inch... Oh, you know what I have? No, no, no. I have the right cable. Hold on. Okay. John is now <coughs> rushing off. I'm going to pull out my iPod. Because you guys are getting quality. Qual- well, you, Couldn't we... Pl- He's doing it. He's doing it. I got it. I got the cable. Okay. Ah. I'll cue up the song. Wait, are we playing Wee? Wii! Whee! Um I don't kid, know if this is gonna work. You know, there's we've already uh we've already jumped out of the show, so if it doesn't work, it's not our problem. Right. Kids, you know, if you want to go out and for Christmas you got some extra money laying around. Uh may I suggest going out and buying all of the work that Digital Underground has ever done? Because they have the whole No? Yeah? No? What? It's got boogers no, in it? No, no, the cable's been crushed. Cable's been crushed? Yeah, it's been crushed. By satellite? I don't know. <laughs> Give me a second. got to find the right tool. Whee! All right, there it is. Almost. Whee! Okay. Tape input. We Got that ready to go? Got that? It's set to, you know how those things work. Yeah, I know how these things work. All right, so the, here, <clears throat> put this on. And uh, uh, we got the kid. He's got the iPod. All right. Hey, kid, try to make this work. Okay. Uh, How's it going, kid? <laughs> I figured it out. Okay, okay kid. Wait a
1: Drop top vent doing 90, front seat fresh hole, no 5-0 behind me. I know it is a fat house party, so yo, bust the death left. Rich baby's parents went away for the weekend, oh, there's plenty of freaks left. And there's gonna be freaking, the house party's peaking. So I'm sneaking upstairs with the fresh nut, grab the rump, push the stunt. In the closet, spark the blunt, pump the rump. <laughs> oh, wait. <oui. laughs> Boss says it's cool to come to work, but you can make it. Hallie back lying in your bed, but stacking naked. The deck is on me. Here's some more condoms, I think I want to do, she said. My friend, it makes me want to sing. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Boss says it's cool to come to work, but you can make it. Holly sitting in your bed, but. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What hey. <laughs> I just gotta scream.
0: Gosh, we're so on, on.
1: Whee! 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 Once and still sat on floor.
0: Whee! Whee! This is where Tupac got his start, out. too. Oh, I God. swim, I <laughs> join in skinny dip, swimming, shaking when the wind
1: blows, swan dies in the
0: sound <laughs> anybody taking uh, uh, anything seriously in the song. That's the beauty of it. I know, that's why it's the best rap song ever.
1: <laughs> I'm sitting on the ground, but my head is to the ceiling. Wee! Gotta freak on the way. She wants to come play. I'ma make her stay. Wee! Cause a girl loves to G. Especially when it comes to clean. And when I must say that, I say we Living color, gumbo from my mother, roller, coaster, toast, jam, Martin, Lawrence, kids when I slam. Some a the drink like a top stopper. When you see me in a club, you know I am I speak and made her toe. Let me tell it, put my finger in her ass. No. Then I'm taking a shit. No. I really got my toes pointing hand on no. oh, my dick. No. I'm sick, I got cablu, but I'll still kiss you. i foggy, I can't see a thing. I feel like a big fat anyway, bing bong bing <laughs> That's dong. <laughs> I got camel humps on my back. I got uh forehead black corduroy calluses all on my hand. I, like, uh, <laughs> I smell like the Bee Gees man I smell like the Bee Gees <laughs> 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 I'm snuggling in the arms of a fresh duck. Boosens in my grill peeping Benny Hill with a fat blunt John in football yeah. A fat hit off the beat
0: Doggy Donkeys stop the bed and TV TV. Uh, the job. Silly oh. cartoons is getting watched And I never really understood like, why he's standing I think I see the Reaming With like girl running around in between Yeah